Hey friends, welcome to the Soft and Strong Hearts podcast. I'm your host Ashton, soft-spoken, big-hearted, sensitive and strong as hell female, ready to have conversations that go beyond the surface and get to the real head and heart of quiet souls just struggling to find their voice. So grab a warm drink, cozy in, and let's get comfortable getting a little uncomfortable. And there will be laughter, maybe even tears, and I want you to know that I'm here for all of it. I'm going to be rooting for you to reach for that life you think you don't deserve. You do, and so do I. So together, let's go after it. Let's own our softness as strength and make some noise, but in our own way. You ready? Come on in. Welcome to the Soft and Strong Hearts podcast. If this is your first time here, thank you so much for joining me today. And if you've been here for a while, I just want you to know I'm so grateful that you keep showing up. And I hope that my words have resonated in some way for you. And if there's anything that's jumped out at you as a she really gets me moment, I'd love to hear about it. So send me a DM on Instagram. You know, you can find me at ashton.petrie, P-I-T-R-E. I always feel like I need to spell it. Uh, and um, also my Soft and Strong Hearts Instagram as well, though I'm not using that one as much. So you will find me more often on my personal page. Um, and if you know of anyone in your life that you think would benefit from this podcast, you know someone who is soft and maybe doesn't know how strong they are, and they would connect with this, please feel free to share it with them and let's get the word out to all the soft and strong hearts out there. So bit of a disclaimer, my pets are all being a little bit needy right now so there might be a little bit of clicking of the dog nails and meows and my cat may attempt to jump onto the desk I'm sitting at, she's done that before and there's a computer, like two computers on it so I'm gonna a little bit freak out if she tries so Hopefully uh, that doesn't become an interruption. But uh, at the time of this recording, today it is September 1st. Uh, This will be released on the 3rd in two days from now. And isn't it wild that it's already September? Like I actually had to pause for a moment when I said that maybe about a week ago. I said to my partner like, we're already eight months through 2020? And his reply was, yeah, but we still have four months left. <laughs> I was like, he was really being the optimist in that moment because I was just feeling this kind of pang of like, oh, you know, there's a lot more year gone than what we have left. And you start thinking about like, well, what have I accomplished? Like, And I mean, <laughs> we might all be on a different page with that right now because Maybe you've just completely thrown the rest of the year away and you're okay with that and that's cool too. But um, I have a tendency to kind of think like, am I on track to where I want to be? And, um, but knowing that like there is no timeline in where you're going. So you can create one yourself within the confines of a year if you want as motivation maybe, but also just knowing that some things take longer than others and before I go down, <laughs> I feel like a completely different conversation. Let me, let me pull back to what I actually want to talk about today. So September is a month 
that brings a lot of transitions um, for a lot of people in the world. They know right now teachers are going back to work and students are going back to school and that's a big deal for a lot of people. This impacts so many people so and I mean it also impacts even if you don't have kids but you're an employer and you have employees who are parents just knowing that when you their child is sick and I mean like just a tiny bit sick like this doesn't even necessarily need to be a COVID related illness but for us like any sign of illness means kids have to go home so yeah big transitional month and there's a lot of uh, transitions going on in my world personally too and so I'm gonna share a bit of what's going on for me a little bit of my story kind of get to know me better know where I'm at in life and then I'm also going to share some some tips I'm actually giving <laughs> some takeaway uh, pieces of advice on this one let me set the scene here for you guys because when I think about this space that we're in I imagine like a very cozy atmosphere, kind of like when I sit down to do this, um, that's just kind of where my mind goes. I see the big mug of herbal tea, herbal of course, no caffeine at night. <laughs> uh, if it's the morning, we're having a big cup of coffee for sure. Um, but yeah, no, no caffeine later in the day. Um, I kind of feel like we're gonna have maybe some blankets, especially maybe as we get into the colder months, <laughs> some, nice cozy cardigans which I'm a big fan of I'm wearing one right now and maybe even a cat comes rolling in and lays on my lap and is purring and oh I mean if you guys follow me on insta you'll know that I'm a little bit I'm a little bit crazy and that's just my ideal cozy space for sure it's the kind of space that I would want to be in if I wanted to have like a real talk conversation about all the things the good the not so good However, sometimes it can be refreshing to get our bodies moving in the fresh air and go for a walk and talk. And there's something about being in motion and in nature that brings a different sort of vibe to the conversation. It's almost as if it's easier to navigate things that are difficult in our lives and look for the positives and problem solve. Excuse me. Oh, I just kind of burped a little bit. <laughs> I'm going to leave that in. Um, I think... Honestly, in my experience, the walking conversations, they just feel a lot less heavy than those sitting conversations. You know, sometimes when we're having the cozy up conversation under the blankets with the tea, um, maybe we're having like a heavier heart to heart and we just need the comfort of being in a very restful state. And sometimes we're gonna, we're gonna walk this out because there's something powerful about putting one foot in front of the other literally and figuratively right and we do this every day every day we put one foot in front of the other and every day we have an opportunity to be more present in our footsteps and to be more intentional and in actually moving forward in life like you know there's just something refreshing about when you go for say a long walk with your friend you get back to probably your vehicle because you met somewhere and you just feel like oh it felt so good to like get that off my chest and the beautiful air and it was sunny and there was lots of cute dogs on our walk <laughs> and I, I go for walks with my friend and her dogs and her baby and so I just get I get all the good all the goods on my walks when I do that um, so yeah in case you weren't sure today 
we're going on a walk. <laughs> That's the kind of vibe I'm feeling today. Um, and you don't have to, you don't actually have to be going for a walk right now as you're listening. Um, that's one of my favorite ways to listen to podcasts, but I also like them while I'm cleaning my house, sometimes cooking, occasionally driving if I have a ways to go because my commute to work is five minutes and it would take me longer to actually pick a podcast than to get to work. So, um... I feel like today we're going to be taking a brisk walk, maybe even pumping our arms and really getting that blood flowing because that's the kind of energy that I, I'm feeling today and that I want to bring you today. And, and honestly, we better take advantage of this beautiful weather that we've got because I live in Saskatchewan, Canada, and so we have brutal, I don't even want to say it, the W word. It's kind of a dirty word because it winter robs us of fall and fall for a lot of people is um a very loved season i really love fall i I mean i love summer as well but there's just like fall is just fall is fall you know it is a good feeling and we know what's coming after it so you really have to enjoy it while it lasts and for here for us it doesn't last very long (laughs) It's already chilly in the morning, guys. It is already like putting on jeans and socks and shoes and sweaters in the morning. Um, That's not typically how I roll out. I'm usually like sandals, shorts, t-shirt, go. So, yeah. So before I uh, get into telling you about my transitions, I just wanted to mention that um, the way this, this podcast today actually came to me today and yesterday when I wanted to record it I had a completely different idea of what I wanted to talk about and that idea ended up being like seven pages worth of typing and it was very a comprehensive look back at like the last five to six months for me and there was just something that in me was feeling like I needed to kind of release some of the heaviness of you know the way life was but then I got up today and got to work. You know, I'm starting to, doing my cleaning. I'm wiping everything down with bleach. And I just felt this like energetic shift. Like I was really cognizant of the fact that like I was feeling really good and like my vibe was going up. And that that idea that I needed to like release kind of all of this, you know, all the seven pages worth of stuff it didn't really feel necessary anymore. It really felt like today is a great day to move forward. I've done a lot of reflecting, a lot of inner work, and um, it's not not necessarily something that I need to share all at once. Like it could definitely be broken down into, you know, more bite-sized pieces, but it just feels like a day to move forward. So that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna talk about the current transitions for me, and then I'm gonna share some tips on how you can hopefully, if you're feeling a bit of overwhelm, a bit of anxiety as things kind of amp up again, the pace is changing to, so my September transitions. So firstly, um, my work position is about to change. Uh, I was accepted for the interim assistant director position, and that will begin fully completely in October but for the month of September I get to transition in so I get to spend time kind of I go 
where needed. I was in one room pretty much for the, all of the summer, which is something I haven't done in a long time, and I actually really enjoyed it. I really liked working with the toddlers, but now I'm gonna go back to kind of more of a um, support position where I move around, I help figure out like schedules and that sort of thing. And then I'll be learning the office work. And I, I have done this before. I did it for a short amount of time. So there's a bit of a foundation for me already, which is super helpful because there's going to be a lot of new stuff on my plate as far as like the way the world is now. Um, so I'm really grateful that I do have some experience and I'm grateful to have this job and this opportunity to really build on some skills and um, just see a different side of you know, the way uh, childcare works. So yeah, that's a pretty big change that's coming up and I'm really excited about it. So another thing that's happened recently in the last month is that I got engaged. So now we are, obviously the transition is like going into marriage and planning a wedding and kind of figuring out our finances. And he also just left today to go work three hours away and he'll be gone for the whole month. <laughs> so that is also a transition, right? Because that's not no a normally a thing. This is a contract job and um, it's gonna be a really well-paying job, but it means that he's gonna be gone for the whole month of September. So it's gonna be tricky to <laughs> do the wedding planning stuff, not being able to be together, but we'll, you know, we'll have conversations and um, we'll just, We'll figure it out. Another thing happening for me, which I actually could start doing as early as today, is... So another thing happening in my life is I'm gonna be a student again. So, I mean... So another thing that's about to... So another transition about to happen, and this one is very, not new, but it's something I haven't done in a long time. I'm going to take an online class through the uh, the tech school. I signed up for it through work, so it's a bit of a professional and personal development, and it's an Indigenous studies course. So we do a lot of professional development for work, but this is going to be like a 15-hour actual course. There's going to be probably homework and exams. I need to actually look into it and see what all it entails because I think that I just got access to that today and I haven't actually looked yet. But I am excited because lately I've been feeling like a lot more curious about just learning new things in general and the opportunity to really take classes in things for a really long time didn't appeal to me, but now I'm finding it, I mean, especially if someone else is paying for it, I'm finding it is a lot more appealing. But um, a lot of classes are also affordable. Like this is super affordable class. It would not have been like breaking my bank or anything. So yeah, there's there's a ton of education out there if you're um, if you're interested in looking for it. Another transition that is happening right now and that has been happening for the last few months is being a podcaster. And so I consider this a transition because it's still something that's very new. I only just started releasing episodes at the end of July. So as I go, I'm, st I'm still learning. I'm still tweaking, kind of figuring out what 
works for me, what format I like to use. I would say that that's just still worth mentioning as it's still a fairly new thing. And I also intend on transitioning back into some lost routines, some things I was doing before the summer that fell, just fell away. And um, that is what I'm gonna share and what I'm gonna get into as far as those five tips that I was talking about. So this kind of comes a little bit from uh, a conversation I had with a mindfulness coach and her name is Jen Emsweiler, and she also has a podcast called From Jen to Zen, and it's amazing. If you are looking for mindfulness talk and for a super soothing voice and just a genuinely awesome person, please go check her out. It's awesome. So some of this is a little bit coming from her, but I'm going to touch on how I'm implementing it in my life. And then some of this is um, coming from, I mean, I don't know where, Sometimes these ideas come from many different places, but uh, somehow it's coming out of my brain today. So I can't really source it, but I think it's, I think it's uh, useful. So our five tips for navigating transitions. The first one is morning routine. So simple, right? And you were like, I've heard this before. I know. Uh, I've heard it a lot lately. It's, it keeps coming up. And rather than just being like, oh, I know, it was like, uh, yeah, Ashton, you do know, maybe that's a sign that establishing that morning routine would be good for you. Because this is something I, I feel like I have gotten really good at in the past. I really started implementing a lot of these self-care things into my morning. I was getting up early. I had all this time and mornings just felt like so sweet and just so fulfilling and then since going back to work i i've just been not sleeping great hitting the snooze a lot just kind of lost that piece that uh was really impactful for my day so here's how i would suggest if you're thinking about creating a morning routine which i highly recommend um first think about what are the things that you need to do in the morning that are like the non-negotiable things because everything you do in the morning is going to take some amount of time so you're going to wake up and you're probably going to go to the washroom like everything you know accounts for something right so what are the things you have to do like the brushing your teeth eating breakfast showering getting ready the drive um, and what other things are like a non-negotiable in your morning so like for me a morning workout has become part of my routine for years now so that is like a non-negotiable to give myself that 30 to 45 minutes to do my exercise and a few other things that were non-negotiables that kind of sort of slipped away so what i did was on not last night yeah was it last night no two nights ago <laughs> I wrote down my, my morning routine. And so I wrote down the things that I wanted to do, like need and want. So I wrote down the needs and then I didn't throw in too many more things on top of that, just a couple. So, you know, you get up, um, put my workout clothes on, go to the washroom, drink my 16 ounces of water with my Energize and then doing five minutes of mindfulness. And I used to, not that I don't anymore, but I would do at least 10 minutes of a meditation 
it used to be a guided meditation and then I switched to just a timer. Um, but right now I'm just trying to keep it kind of quick and to the point and just doing a like five minute focus on my breath and then let whatever's present come up. And then when the timer goes, I start to journal. So I will journal about what came up and then uh, I'm trying a new thing where I'm doing a few prompts. So I'm tr uh, I only give myself 10 minutes to do this journal in the morning. On a weekend, I'll probably give myself a lot more because I love journaling. But start with a what's coming up and then like what can I do to support myself in what is coming up. I write something that I'm grateful for. I write an intention for the day. Oh, and there's one more thing but I can't remember what it is right now. But yeah, so I'm trying to just give myself like those few prompts. Uh, in the past, I kind of just free write. I just write whatever I feel like. There's really no format. Um, I like that too. I'm not super picky about what it has to be. And I like that I can just be flexible with journaling. I don't like buying a journal that only lets me write specific things. I like a notebook and I can do whatever I want. So... After my 10 minutes of journaling, I'm gonna do my workout, uh, which varies between 30 to 45 minutes at the most. And then I will have a breakfast because I'm a big fan of breakfast. I love making eggs and toast in the morning, but then I'll also need time to shower, get ready obviously, which doesn't take me super long. But then, you know, I add all those things up and I think it would take approximately like an hour and a half. But that's not really giving myself a lot of you know, like lag time in between, like that means no hitting the snooze, no scrolling, no social media in the morning is my rule. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that is how I'm applying sort of the things that I were already happening. And I just added in the five minutes of mindfulness, the 10 minutes of journaling, which I mean, is 15 extra minutes. So knowing that that was my routine and that's how much time I had, meant that when my alarm went off the next day, I was like, I was up, I was not snoozing, I didn't want to miss out on any of those things because I was really excited to do them. So having them written down and having that plan created, it might help you if you're hitting the snooze a lot, a lot lately too. So that's tip number one, morning routine. Uh, tip number two, now we're moving into looking at the rest of your day and your week as a whole and how are you spending your day and how long does it take to do each of the things that you're doing in your day? So just think of how your day is now or how it's going to be if it's about to get busier and actually track like how long it takes you to do each thing. So your morning routine and then maybe how long you're at work and then what you do when you get home and how long that takes. And just have a look and don't, don't judge it. Don't worry about changing it right away, but just have a look at it and see is it looking a little overwhelming? Um, are you seeing areas in there where maybe you're not spending your time as wisely? Like, I, I mean, also be tracking when you're just playing on your phone because we forget that that is a big time suck. I know I'm super guilty of that. So looking at your day and maybe even your week, if you have to add in new tasks based on you know what's going on in your life right now, if September is bringing some more busy things to your life, is there anything that you can do in your current schedule to either make things be more efficient? Like, is there something that you can do 
either more efficiently or is there anything that you can delegate to someone else or is there anything that you can eliminate and i highly recommend like let's eliminate anything that is does just does not need to be in there right because if you like if you're bringing new things in something's gonna have to go so be mindful about what are you gonna what's okay to like let fall off of the schedule and off of the calendar before you try cramming new things in. So tip number three, because you might have to be adding some new things into your schedule and maybe you're just trying to get back on track with getting things done in general. Like maybe you had a bit of a lazy summer and you were kind of coasting and you weren't really, you know, getting done the things you wanted to. And now you're like, well, I really want to be more proactive, take action right now. So my tip number three is to do a brain dump of all these things. And it can be like projects you have on the go. It can be goals that you're working towards. It can be tasks related to work. It can be errands, like things you have to do outside the house. Uh, it could be yard work, maybe for end of season, house cleaning, meal planning. Something I have on the go is purging things that I don't want anymore. I try not to throw things just in the garbage. I try to get rid of things like on the buy and sell or donate or all the many ways to get things out of my life. So for these, all of these now brain dumped tasks, it's probably helpful to categorize them and where they fall under. So then in your schedule, that week that you're looking at, um, where can you fit in these tasks? Just like one hour at a time. So say you wanna do some cleaning and you have time on Wednesday and maybe you even have two hours. So do like an hour of cleaning, take a 10 minute break, like use your timers. When they go off, just stop what you're doing, take the break and then get back into it. Or I would suggest switching to a different task, but sometimes I know we have things we really wanna finish. So do just give yourself that little break in between. But I think you'll find that if you actually give yourself those parameters of the time limit, you'll get more done faster. Right, like we all have those days where we are cleaning our house and it somehow takes like the entire day. But then we also have had days where we were actually like just really intentional about getting it done fast and we did. So if you set those timers and just give yourself like hour blocks, maybe hour and a half, it'll probably help with the productivity and getting it done in a more timely fashion. And then, hey, great, you can cross that off your brain dump list. <laughs> My tip number four, is to anticipate what you might need to be prepared for. So as we're transitioning into this busier time, I'm sure you've already been thinking about all these scenarios. You've been thinking about, well, what happens if my child gets sick? Or what happens if someone else in the school gets sick and the school is shut down? Or what happens if I'm sick or my spouse? Like, you've probably been having these thoughts and these conversations and maybe getting yourself worked up about it. Um, but I would suggest that rather than just feeling overwhelmed at all these things, like really just get concrete in what can we actually do though? Like in the event that these things do happen, what can be our plan? And really just problem solve and brainstorm and kind of set yourself up so that in the event of something occurring, like you've already got a plan in place for any scenario that you may run into. And we can't predict everything, but I think especially right now, we wanna have some level of a plan in place. We know that 
like things can change. So better to be in the mindset that you're somewhat prepared for that. Be kind to yourself. Know that not everything's gonna get done. Sometimes the house is gonna be messy. That's, that's okay. So you know how people say that life is a marathon, not a sprint? Well, right now, life feels more like a Tough mutter run than a marathon. Except it's a Tough mutter run that we don't know when it's going to end. And if you've never heard of Tough Mudder, it is a, it's a ridiculous obstacle course slash run slash you are wondering why the hell you signed up for this thing in the first place, but then you finish it and it feels pretty good. It's really neat because the whole point of Tough Mudder is that you're not being timed and a lot of these things put in your way are things that you need another person or people to help you get through. A lot of these obstacles were built so that you have to work as a team to get to the next wherever you're going in that obstacle. Like someone pulls you up, you pull up the next person. You have someone go on your piggyback, you switch and then you jump on their back. Like you have to boost people over things. Um, it's It does take a lot of that camaraderie and you literally start by jumping in a tank of ice. Like when I thought about that, I was like, yeah, that, that definitely feels like how this year has been. Like, let's just start it with an ice bath. Why not? And not to mention you end the course with electric shocks. <laughs> Gotta be probably my least favorite part. But yeah, I have done this. I've done it twice. I'm crazy. <laughs> um, that, is, that is what life feels like right now, is one of those. Just know that sometimes you might need help and we're in this together. We are through, we are going through the mud. We're jumping off the 30 foot diving boards. We are jumping in the ice water. We're getting the electric shocks. We're just, we're doing this together and it's definitely not a race. There's no timer, there's no timeline. So just to do a quick recap of those five tips. The first one, number one I talked about was creating a morning routine figuring out what needs to be done, and then adding in at least one or maybe two things that you want to do that are just for you, giving yourself enough time to do all those things. Number two was take a look at your whole day and your whole week, see how you're spending your time, and if you need to do things more efficiently or delegate things or eliminate things from your schedule, then do so and see where there is wiggle room. Because number three tip is to do a brain dump of all the things you need to do, maybe put them into categories and take those things and now see where they'll go into your schedule and anticipate that your schedule might not always run smoothly, things happen, life gets in the way and just know that in advance. And that goes into tip number four, which is anticipate that you might need to be prepared for things to not go your way, for any number of scenarios to happen, create some sort of plan so that you're not scrambling in the event that that does happen. And lastly, number five, give yourself grace for not doing all the things, for when things don't go your way, for when you feel like you're failing because there's just so much going on and there's overwhelm. Just know that you're going to get through this season too. So firstly, overall, just remember to take care of yourself. 
I have an episode about self-care. It's episode one and it touches on a few different areas to focus on and create that awareness of what might be lacking for you. And I'm working on all of these things in real time right now. And honestly, I'm really just at the start of being more intentional with my self-care in all these areas. But already two days of not hitting the snooze in the morning has got me feeling immensely better. And I have to say that I'm, I'm especially so glad to be writing in my journal again, because for me, the journal is not only helpful in processing what I'm going through right now, but it's also a way that I can look back at where I was and see the progress and see how much I've grown and I can reflect on that. And it's just like a snapshot in time of where I was and I can know, like sometimes I'll write something that's really powerful and I'll read it and it'll be what I need to hear right now. So it's like sometimes past me helps future me. <laughs> Whatever you're going through right now, trust that things are going to work out because they always do somehow. You don't have to change much to relieve some of the overwhelm and the anxiety. You can do tiny tweaks and then just keep adding more. Like don't try to completely overhaul everything. Maybe just take one or two of these tips rather than thinking you need to go full on, full on into all five. See what works for you. Like transitions, they're going to cause friction no matter how hard we try to make them smooth. So be okay with that and know it's just a bump and it will eventually smooth itself out. We don't have a timeline for how long that's going to take, but this will all someday be a memory. And we will be on the other side of it saying like, that was hard, but we did it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Let me know your takeaways. Let me know if any of this resonated with you, if you're going to take any of these tips and apply them into this month or maybe next month and just play around with it. See what happens. Remember that you are so strong and you've got this. All right. Bye for now. Thank you so much for being here with me today. It means the world to me. And if this episode resonated with you, then please feel free to share it with a friend or take a screenshot and you can tag me on Instagram at soft and strong hearts or my personal account that's ashton.petrie, P-I-T-R-E. Let me know your takeaways or send me a topic idea that you'd like discussed. I hope you'll keep coming back. And until next time, Keep on living soft and strong.